Yes, sir. I said, yes, sir. What's the deal, everybody? And welcome to episode 24 of the Leisure Time Podcast with your boy iMac. You already know the deal. This episode is brought to you by OG's World. Go to ogsworld.com for all your retail and tech needs, man. Special, special episode for y'all. We back. We got my boy, Oversee Hooper, Wazoo legend, Josh Hawkinson in the building, man. We talking all things Hoops Plus more. And as always, for easy podcast access and exclusive merch, go to theleisuretimepodcast.com. That's enough talking. The Hawk interview. Let's get it. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me let my boy in there. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. What's up, Hawk? What's good, bro? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Man, you got that, you know, you got that Japan Wi-Fi out there, man. You got that high-tech Tony Stark. You nah, know what I mean? Nah, 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 How's, How's everything doing, bro? Man, good to see you, man. I ain't seen you in a minute, man. Good to see you. How you bro. doing? It's been a minute, bro. I'm good. Yeah, good, yeah. Man. Living life, bro. Enjoying hooping overseas. Amen to that. Amen to that. How's the family doing, man? How's the family? Oh, they're doing good. Yeah. My, they're still back in Seattle right now. They wanted to, to visit this year, but, you know, because of Corona and stuff. Uh, but normally, normally they come. Um, normally they come and visit like once, once per season. So speaking of Corona, man, I know that recently I had to stop play due to COVID. How, how is that whole just like, you know, I don't know, like that whole just process, you know what I'm saying? Because you just so far into season, you're doing your thing, then all of a sudden it's like something that you can't control just stops you from playing. Yeah, like we be getting tested every two weeks. Uh, but, yeah, like recently a couple dudes around the league got COVID, and then um, I think we just played in between one of those two-week periods where, like, we didn't get tested or, you know, in between testing and another team caught it. And so basically we just quarantined for two weeks. So that thing real, man. Yeah. So we just stuck at the crib doing these workouts, trying to just stay ready for uh, these last couple games coming up at the end of the season. I feel you. I feel you've been on your push-ups, bro. Don't lie. How many push-ups you knocking out, man? How many push-ups you knocking out today? I mean, I'm just trying to do like the sets of like, 35, 40. I feel you. I'm not like you, bro. I'm not like you, man. You know, you be doing 100 at a time. I ain't going to lie to you, man. I ain't never I ain't never been a big push-up guy. That's probably my problem. I ain't never been a guy that's like, oh, I'm going to do 100 before I go to sleep. No way. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, I got a couple hoop questions, man. How you feel about the, 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 the state of the Washington State program, man, the whole Wazoo program? They had a little buzz this year, you know, Coach Smith coming here, doing this yep. thing, recruiting some good players, you know, um, 14 and 13 this past year. So, you know, a little bit over 500 and just getting that momentum. So what's your thoughts on the whole Wazoo program right now, bro? Uh, definitely Coach Smith has got the program going in, in the right direction. Um, you know, I think he's the right man for the job. Yeah. I like how he's including all the, you know, analytics and has like specific coaches, assistant coaches, you know, specifically tracking all these different things and the games and practices. And um, 
I went back, what was that two? I couldn't go back last summer. I try to go back every summer and just like meet with the coaches and stay in tune with, you know, everyone in the athletic department and especially on the basketball team. So I couldn't go last summer, but I got to meet him two summers ago. And I knew like when I met him, like this dude is for sure the right man for the job. And then just the way he's been recruiting these past couple of years has been really impressive. And um, just to see like, you know, the talent that he's bringing in, um, is really exciting. I know for a lot of uh, everyone in the positive uh, community, man, we're all just really excited. So much potential in the next couple of years. Exactly, man. So much potential. And speaking of just like that central kind of veteran figure that Wazoo tend to always have. I remember when I first came, it was Brock Modem. By the time I left, you and Ike started to become those figures. You know what I'm saying? That central uh, older figure. And I feel like it's his kid, man. Isaac Bonton, Bonton. I don't know. I, I, did I pronounce that right? Yeah. Isaac Bonton? I think that's his name. The kid is a flat-out baller, man. And I don't know if you really got to watch him play this year. But, man, every game I saw Wazoo play, he always showed up in huge ways. You know, if you – you know, I feel like he's kind of – he he kind of took that torch that guys like, you know, Brock and you and, you know, guys, Franks, guys like that, that was seniors, veterans, and he took that role and led the squad. So what you think about him? Yeah, he's definitely a bucket. I played uh... – what was it? Yeah, two years ago when I visited, I played like open gym with them in the summers and stuff. And I knew, you know, he was a hooper for sure. Because once CJ left, the, the reins kind of got, you know, you know, handed down to him. And then he kind of took that over right right from when CJ uh, left. So it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, what the new guys uh, are going to do and who's going to step up, things like that. <clears throat> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So. Now it's time for the Hawk interview. That's enough for, you know, the Wazoo, you know. We about to talk, bro. That's a combo, right? So, yeah. so Shoreline, Washington, correct? Hometown, yes, Shoreline. How was it growing up in Shoreline? He's I'm in the North End, too. I'm not going to say what city, but I'm in the North End, too. So, you know, yeah. the Shoreline, Everett, that whole North End, West yeah. Coast, South region. So, I know I'm familiar with Shoreline. So, how was it growing up in Shoreline? And when did you fall in love with the game of ball, bro? Uh, I mean, I really fell in love with it since I was a kid, basically. Both my parents played uh, in college and professionally. My mom actually hooped at UW, so I grew up, unfortunately, being a, a UW fan for, for most of my life. But, uh, yeah, and then just growing up in the Shoreline area, it's, for those who don't know much about Shoreline, it's literally like just like the next city north of Seattle, basically, like just 15, 20 minutes north of north of Seattle. So, I mean, there's like so many good hoopers in the, in the Seattle area. Um, oh man. So, you know, and also uh, the Seattle basketball community is just so tight knit that like we all hoop together in the summers. And so, you know, I'm really blessed and fortunate to just be able to be around so many good players and, you know, just like Jamal Crawford, uh, you know, Spencer Haas, you know, people like that, Nate Rob who be coming and working out. We all work out together. Um, in the summers and so you know it's just good to be uh around those people and it helps you grow and then um i don't know if you've seen this dude paulo uh he's the next next dude up he he's the number one player in the, the country coming in uh to, to duke next year Ooh, from from seattle yeah from seattle and uh, oday high school and okay, shout out oday. Uh, yeah he got a mock draft number one for uh, next year, yeah, next year draft. He's so. tough, man. He's tough. What's yeah. his game like? Who, if you had to compare his game to anybody, what 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 kind of game he has? Man, bro, he can do it all. He like 6'10", 6'11", strong. 
Um, he can shoot, can dribble, put it on the floor. Solo, man, it's hard to kind of compare him to anyone. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, he's kind yeah. of like 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 Michael Porter, kind of like that, but like a little yeah. strong, a little built more, you know, and okay. super athletic too. So okay. yeah, so be on the him, be yeah, be on the lookout for him, man. Next year, he's the next guy up out What's of his name, Paulo? Yeah, Paulo Banchero, B A N C A. I gotta get him on the podcast quick. I gotta get him on the podcast quick because pretty soon it'll be 20,000 to get him on the front. <laughs> so, man, you spoke of that just culture, like the whole culture in Seattle with just the hoops. Yep. AAU, I know that's a big thing. A lot of kids always wanna play AAU. Some kids are getting scholarships just off of AAU. So, yep. you heavily involved in the whole AAU circuit growing up, and how did that help your skills? Uh, yeah, so I was with um, the, like the main predominant. AAU teams in Seattle are like uh, Friends of Hoop, uh, Rotary, and at least when I was there, and Emerald City. Uh, those were kind of the main ones in Seattle. I ran with some dudes from the North End called Hoopaholics. Um, so, uh, but yeah, like like you're talking about, there's so much so much good competition. And um, like when I was, my class was Zach Levine. So mm-hmm. Zach Levine was in... Uh, Class of 2013 coming out Bothell, of high school. Right? Bothell High? Yeah, he went to Bothell, which is like yeah. probably like 20 minutes north of me. Yep. So, yeah. Just a little, yeah. So, um, you know, we grew up playing against each other and just that competition in the AU is always, you know, so much fun. It's it's so much different than high school basketball because, like, you have all your homies playing together and, you know, going to travel and go everywhere, playing against all these good teams, good competition. That's like – our season basically like i know for football y'all don't really have like aau or things like that y'all get, y'all get recruited based off like strictly like high school basketball you know well, we, well in la at least i don't know how big it is in washington it's starting to get big we used to have like little seven on seven tournaments seven on seven so that was kind of a big thing growing up yeah I'm, school seven on seven yeah i'm not sure how big it is out, out here but yeah. At least it rains too much for a goddamn spring ball. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah, but basically our season, like where we get noticed, was was from AAU. Um, people weren't really like coming to our games in high school unless like they're like local, like local colleges. So, but you know, you go to Vegas, especially all those major tournaments. That's where you were getting really getting noticed. Mm-hmm. So, mom and dad were hoopers too, right? Yes, sir. So I'm assuming that you got your hype from them. Yeah, my dad, my dad's <laughs> seven, my mom's five eleven. So that's yeah, so that's cool, cool, man. Mom is a husky, right? Yeah, she went to U Dub, man. Oh man. So how did she feel about you going to Wazoo? Ah man, she didn't like it at first. She wasn't wearing no coop gear in the in the first couple <laughs> years. She would wear like crimson, but yeah, so she wear the color at first, but she wouldn't wear like coop gear. Logo. You know? Yeah, the logo. And like the last couple of years, that my especially my junior and senior year, she was fully decked out in the cool gear. We we got her we got her transitioned over. Oh yeah, guys too, guys too, man. So Shorewood High School, bought out there your junior and senior year. I believe uh, junior year, eighteen points, ten rebounds. Senior year, twenty points, ten rebounds, five blocks. How was it ball balling at Shorewood? Because I know that Shorewood is in the, in the same conference. I want to say as like Meadowdale. As um, Edmonds Woodway, Linwood, right? In my safe to say that, right? Yeah. So, how was that competition like just in at, at that school while they there? Uh, I mean, we had there wasn't like 
we were in the West Coast Conference, right? And so, yeah, everyone knows, like, in Seattle, like, the best conference is, like, the Metro League. That's, like, the inner city Seattle, like, yeah. league, whatever. So, Wesco is, like, the, you know, Western Conference, northern, like, more northern schools, you would say. Yeah. So, like, the competition wasn't, like, as good. But there's still, like, each team, you know, obviously had some some hoopers. My boy, uh, uh, Junior Chibagawu was at Shortcrest, which was our rival. And he went – he played at Seattle U for four years. Um, you know, we had a lot of uh, – let's see, Brett Kingma was at Jackson. And Kingma, he went all around. He was at Oregon first, then transferred to Wazoo and ended up at mm. West Washington. And he was a bucket, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> he was one of the biggest buckets. Bucket, bucket. Had a strap. Was he, was he a wing guard, big man? Or a little like probably like six one, six two, white dude, oh, but like he legitimately pull up from half court, bro. I promise you, <laughs> it was he, was crazy. he was there on some curry shit. He just didn't have a handle then, probably. Uh he had a little like enough. It wasn't like like you know. Staff level, obviously, but like he had a strap for sure. He yeah. can get it off though, basically the oh, shot. Yeah. That's all. That's what I always say. Like a lot of people, like say we got a gym or something, they be shooting, and they be making it because like you know nobody's sticking them. Are you gonna hit that shit in the game too? Like you know, with that. nah. He had. A, I appreciate my freshman year. He had like forty three against us. <laughs> yeah, he went crazy. <laughs> Where he at now? Is he still hooping? Uh, nah, nah. He quit nah. hooping. He ended up yeah. at Western, but yeah, nah, he was good for sure. Yeah, that's dope, man. So after dominating high school, you deserve, you decide to go to Wazoo. Was yep. Wazoo always the first choice? Was there any other schools in the uh, in the Hawk sweepstakes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always wanted to play uh, in the Pac-12 and just try to, you know, um, just be at like that highest level. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Uh, I didn't want to be like too far away from home, but I also wanted, you know, to, to challenge myself, you know? So, uh, I mean, there was a lot of like right off the bat, just a lot of like local schools, like lower level, you know, like big West, like those, those types of schools that were like recruiting me. And then, um, then I started getting attention from like some PAC 12 schools and Wazoo was the first PAC 12 school to offer me. Stanford and Cal were, were, lo were looking at me and, they kind of said to me, like, you're our second choice type of thing. Like, yeah. we're offering this dude, and then, like, if he doesn't accept, then, yeah. then we'll offer you. And, like, to me, I was like, nah, like, that's not cool, bro. Like, I don't want to be somebody's second choice, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but Wazoo showed lots of love. They showed you know, a lot of interest in me. And and then when I went and took my visit there, I just fell in love with Pullman and the people, the community. And just like that culture at Wazoo, it's so hard to explain. Who didn't like go there? Like they're like Wazoo. Like why would you want to go to Pullman? But like, bro, it's different, man. You it's know? lit. Wazoo's Wazoo's wild, man. To say the least. I love being a cool every 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 minute, every moment. You know, we grew up there. It was fun. So, yep. freshman year come around and you don't get that instant PT. You feel me? Wazoo always tend to happen like that at Wazoo. You, Feel like you go to Wazoo, you think you're gonna be a star instantly, and it's like you just don't get that instant PT that you really want that first year. Was that challenging at all for you, or you kind of expected to kind of just like be more of like a bench player that year? I mean, like as a competitor, I don't feel like anyone really expects I'm gonna come and just be on the bench. You know what I mean? Like you always want to be like the best player or strive to be the best player at least. So 
coming from being the best player in high school and then have to transition to how you are in, you know, your first year, just learning the ropes, um, learning the system, being around, you know, guys that are just obviously more, more bigger and stronger than they were in high school. Uh, it's definitely a growing experience. So, uh, my first year was, was tough for me because it was just hard to adjust, um, to everything. I think I put all my focus on basketball. And then when basketball wasn't going good for me, I kind of like let that like bleed into other parts of my life. So like my school wasn't going that good that year. My mom was super worried. Like, oh man, like you're not doing good in school. You're not good in basketball. Like, goddamn Cougs. What y'all doing to my son? Hang on to you, Doug. you, Yeah, nah, but then. It kind of all changed. Actually, bro, this is a funny story. My mom, she said, because you know, you remember Northside, the apartments? Uh, yeah. She told me, she told me that if I didn't get my my grades up, I was going to have to do another year in Northside, bro. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not having that, bro. I'm trying to like move on campus, you know what I mean? But like, it would, like, Northside went, like, we had the athlete dorms or whatever. Yeah. And like it was so I, was in, I was in Stripe Parallel. I didn't oh, yeah, know I don't think Northside was was Northside built when you first came. So there? when I first got there, Northside was just like getting built. And then by the time the next year it was built, I only was in Stripe Parallel, man. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Parallel, man. You know how it is like all the athletes around each other, and like it's just like hard to focus sometimes, you know, there's just so much going on, like you know. So, so weird. College was so weird when you first get there. Like, not weird. Like, to me, because I was from L.A., bro. So when I first got to Pullman, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, just the lifestyle, just the the at easiness, the still awkwardness you get, and just, like, being in your own dorm and stuff. It was, I don't know about you. It was kind of like, just like, hey, we're college, man. Like, real college, not weird college shit. <laughs> right? So, but when I'm, once I moved out, I moved in with, uh, with Ike and yeah, but originally, man, this is a funny story about Ike. The, the story Ike told you about when he met me, right? Yeah, nah, there's, there's another relation to that before that, bro. Right, he, well, I hit Ike when we were still like committed or whatever, and I was like, Yo, like, you trying to like room together? And he mm-hmm. wasn't messing with me, bro. <laughs> Like, nah, like, I'm about to room by myself, bro. Like, nah, nah, I'm cool off that. Like, I'm not trying to room with you. I was like, wow, that's crazy, bro. So, so I ended up rooming with, uh, I don't know if you remember John Thompson. He was a a wide receiver on the football team. Yeah, I do. The 85, John Thompson. Yes, sir. And then uh, two two golf dudes. So, like, we had, like, two on one side, two on the other. And there was, like, a bathroom in between. Yeah. yeah, man. So Ike, Ike was like, nah, I don't know if I'm messing with this. Oh, <laughs> I gave you a cold shoulder early. Yeah, but then like ever, ever since like we like met and stuff and clicked, like we became best friends. And then after that year, he was like, all right, now we can let the other go. We gonna now move we cool. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for the mix of the day. It's been a minute, man. Hey, yo, dollars. Drop that thing, one. DJK Dollars. Bus Clan, we the ones I sent first, nigga. It's gonna cost an arm and leg for a verse, nigga. How the fuck we won a game in the first inning? Catching plays every night on sick game. Yeah, I call your bitch my baby, that's her nickname. Good bitch, body code, check my bitch friend. Crack the bitch at the party and my bitch came. B12, it sound raggedy when I switch lanes. 
I'm the reason your bitch using all her sick days. Yeah, that's me. Told her if she suck it good, get that rent paid. Yeah, I got it. Like a mean coach, gave that bitch the wrong number. Cold. Fucking up these bands like a bad drummer. Get up. Free bitch, she gon' treat me like a cucumber. God damn. I just made a hundred thousand, that's a bad summer. Bad summer. Dream dog, you the only one I lay in. Acting like my phone broke, I can't save nothing. it to your bitch, yeah, I had to hit her whole bump. Nigga had one good year, niggas Jay Cutler. Yeah, you made one good play, niggas Malcolm Butler. Why these broke ass niggas doing all that loud talking? Yeah, you had one good year, niggas Miles Austin. Probably as big as fuck on my feet, got me proud walking. No dinner, remember starving till I dozed off. On the float cold. Don't turn the stove off cold. Now niggas pointing at my feet How much those cold Told her I just want some top While your clothes Where on Saks Fifth I'm well known I don't know no, no Suck it good Now she finna make my toes cross Don't play with me Play with your bitch Feel like young dog Took her home Yeah she tryna rip my chrome off My bitch got a lot of ass She got a cold walk I don't feel like spitting game How much is dome cost yeah, Got the winning lotto ticket Bitch I'm sad more Feel like Emerald You got served I'm a big boss, big boss. Herschel Walker got the top Then I spent off Stop bringing up these hoes that Stop I sent off. Lame ass loud bitches make them get lost. V12 pipe screaming when I peel off. Jeezy brung a batch of bitches, yeah, let's switch yeah, off. Yeah, that's your nigga, he a lame, he look like a lame. Bad fuck. bitches on my top five, Mel Kiper Jr. Thank Kiper. God, every time that bag touch, hallelujah. Are you with your bitch? I'm the reason why y'all get to it. Nigga said he could've hit my bitch, why you didn't do it? No, I hit her friend when she asked, so I be acting stupid. Quit rapping, it ain't working, why you sticking to it? VVS diamonds hitting hard, felt like Lynn Fluid. Really shouldn't hit this bitch, but I'm finna, I'm do, finna it. do it. AMG with no license and they won't renew AMG. it. Fuck it, park it in the red. I ain't finna move. Ain't move. She keep popping it on Twitter, finna make her move. 500 on the circus, I ain't have a T. I'm just thinking how my life changed dramatically. All this money make my bitch don't get mad at me. All the bitches want to hang, got a bachelor. Ball on niggas like the park, ain't no patching. No Pop a pill, sip a drink, it's relaxing. Flying high like Levine, yeah, exactly. I got hoes, I can swap them out in one mad. Please tell me you ain't satisfied with one bag. I'm in traffic, getting top with the chair back. Finna bust it in her face like an airbag. Yo bitch look me in the eyes, so I stare back. I'm in Cincinnati with her, I'm a bear cat. My bitch fucking up, I finna send her hair back. Fendi snapped on my feet like a bear trap. Fresh cut took two hours, I don't wear a hat. Why you think I don't got kids? I don't bear back. No kids. I just really want some top. Put your hair back. Your niggas hair tryna up. bring dickies back. I can't wear that. Never I've been sharing up. bitches, but this you can't have that. You can't have this. Out of all the homies, I'm the one that share the most. I'm the one. Run around hitting hoes like I'm Jared Doe. Jared short set, 4,000. Came with a coat. Relationships you gon' lose if you care the most. Uh, Deuce a walk every day. That's my daily dose. Taking over in my city, moving like a ghost. ghost. Niggas hating, bitches sucking. They can't miss a post. Remember living with my cousins for like 50 months. 50 months. 12 kids, one house like the Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. Fake cereal, pour it out the bag every lunch. every lunch. Have to ask my granny what the fuck is Fruity Crunch. What the fuck? Have to ask my mama what the fuck is Berry Weeks. Remember sleeping on that floor for a hundred weeks. Baby cousins crying loud, I couldn't go to sleep. Go to Told myself, yeah, I'm done eating mountains meat. I'm done. Told myself I ain't frying no more sandwich meat. Yeah, I'm done. Now it's five star plates, I can't wait to eat. I can't wait. Now I got a driver just to get from A to B. A to B. Now I'm that nigga, all these bitches pay to say to see. Bus clan, we them niggas, yeah, we strangle beef. When they ask who that nigga, you remain your seat. your seat I ain't even want this bitch, man, she came to me, came to me. Told her that I gotta have it like Jermaine Dupree Michael Myers in a foreign home, stabbing out Penthouse, first day, bringing casket out Features hitting for a dub, I'm Brian Dawkins now yeah, Nigga still buying ropes with the crosses now I'll get any bitch I want, yeah, we talking now Really love this bitch neck, got me stalking now Blood trails on my feet when I walk around I get everything I want like an only child Running laps around these niggas, we ain't slowing down First night 
let's hit poppies, pull a wagon up. Where the good bitches, yeah, yeah, drag them out. Blowers everywhere, huh, huh, pass them out. Pole trying to count a hundred, I keep passing out. Don't nothing happen, let me link this to your bank account. Alright, cool, you gave me 10, you my baby now. I ain't clearing that little feature, nigga, take it down. Niggas talk, I see them out, they don't make it sound. Ain't too many bitches out here, I can't get. Before I get a bitch number, who you bank with? All my niggas trophied up, it's a banquet. Yeah, I heard that little tape, you ain't say shit. Accidentally heard your single, you didn't say much. Dirk Nowinski on my wrist, it's a day judge. Introduced me to her throat, it was A1. With a good bitch racing, we at K1. Pretty face, she ain't gotta wear no makeup. Yeah, her ass fat as fuck, she got A cups. 20,000 each dog, I got A pups. I get fly as fuck, like I got a point to prove. Said his niggas hating on me, that ain't nothing new. Only hit her on the weekend since she let her crew. Pulled down, forgot my point, damn, I'm coming new. Niggas calling me they cousin, that I'm nothing too. Patrick Willis, I ain't no nigga you wanna run it to. Chris Brown trying to see if she can run it too. I understand it's your bitch, but I'm fucking too. Too many hoes pulling up, they keep coming through. Don't like me, I'm a nigga that you nothing yeah, to. Nothing. Most likely, I'm a Prada, yeah, it's nothing I'm new. Uncle Luke and the Dom finna raise the roof. Next year, sophomore year, you win Pac 12's most, most improved player, um, averaging, I wanna say, what, 14 and 11. Uh, second team all pack 12. What was it? Yep, second team all pack 12, I believe, or honorable mention. One of those, god damn, we got so many accolades, it's hard to keep up with. I was googling, y'all, I was like, god damn, like, why is he got so much information? Like, <laughs> yeah. how was that year, man? That second year, just balling, bro, just like coming into your own and just dominating the pack like you did. Uh, well, I think one of the main things that happened was Coach Bone got fired. Um, and we brought in Coach Kent. And Coach Kent basically just let me rock out. Like, he let me hoop. And he took me into his office after my freshman year and was like, yo, like, we want you to have, like, a bigger role in this team. Um, you know, get you need to get in better shape. And so I kind of spent that whole summer just working, grinding. Mm-hmm. And then being in the lab with Ike all freshman year, too, because um, I wasn't, like, playing like that. So me and him would just be – you know, in bowler, hooping, just practicing after the games even, just because, like, me and him didn't play that much. So it was just, like, that grind process that for that one year that, you know, you just got to stay prepared, stay ready for when your opportunity, you know, happens. And he gave me that opportunity, and I kind of just took it. That's, that's basically what happened. What what makes you such a good rebounder, bro? Because it's just – it's crazy to me. Like, I think basically for your career, you're always averaging, like, double-digit rebounds from, like, college to pros now. It's like it's crazy how good of a rebounder are you. So would you credit it more to your size or would you just credit it more to you just wanting to get the ball more than the other person? I mean, I'm not <laughs> – I think, you know, I'm not, like, the most athletic person, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Not- strongest person but I think a lot of rebounding is just like hustle and like mm-hmm. also having like a knack of like where the ball is gonna go you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I think uh the best rebounders have like an innate sense of like mm-hmm. all right shooting it from here it might bounce here that means the ball is gonna land here you know what I mean yeah. and just being in the gym especially being with like other people and other shooters um like when I shot the ball, like I, I, I would like to think I had a better chance of knowing where the ball yeah. was going to go than, you know, maybe the other people on the other team. So like just knowing all that, that has a big factor 
Um, Savviness, savvy, savvy. Oh, yeah. Like, I wasn't really blessed with incredible athleticism as a lot of people in the Pac-12 are, you know, like a lot of, a lot of power forward centers have, you know, 40 some inverts and things like that. I didn't have all that, but you know, you just gotta like make up for it somehow. You know what I mean? Man, bro, you got some ups now though. You gonna see the highlight tape I dropped this week for this episode. Hey man, I know it's gonna be out before this episode dropped, but that you got you some, you got some bodies. So, junior year, average a triple, uh, double-double again. Senior year, average a double-double again, finishing second-team All-Pac-12. Just tell me, in general, that whole why about your, like, how your feelings, your whole experiences playing basketball at Washington State and what that, like, time meant for me for you, like, meant for you as a player, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, junior and senior year, just kind of, like, around – what is that? Around the same stats, kind of around like 15 and 11, 15 and 10, something like that. But um, yeah, just, I mean, I love Wazoo so much and they showed me so much love that I just tried to, you know, do my best that I could basically for those, those three years or three years when I really got to play, you know? So, and then just like the, the memories, as you know, in Pullman and just the people. I, I saw you out a couple nights. I ain't going to say much after that, but I saw you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already know, man. We have fun, but you know, we tried to we tried to hoop too or do our you know respected things. And bro, it's funny because uh we didn't even call, bro. I don't know if you remember this, but like ever all the like hoopers and football players and athletes, like we didn't even like call each other by our rent names, bro. We called what's up, superstar? Like we would always <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> all gas, bro. If you see each other. I just, I just like with all this social climate, you know, with everything going on. I just, I just imagine, like, imagine we were still at Washington State and this, shit, and this shit was going on. Like, I just felt like, but man, a shout out to uh, you know George Floyd, RIP. You know, I ain't gonna say justice was served, but man, thank God that happened. You feel me? Yeah. So, <laughs> on to the next question, on bro. You talked about Ike a little bit, man. So just tell me a little bit more about like what he means to you as like a brother, as a friend, because like every time I see Ike, I see Hawk. Every time I see Hawk, I see Ike. So just tell me a little bit more about the relationship if you can, man. Yeah, man. It was my freshman year. We were like the only two like people that they had brought in um, for that recruiting process. So, uh, you know, just like being with him around him the entire time I was we just kind of like became best friends and you know how like struggle and things like bring a lot of people together and like we were like winning like that so you know we 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 kind of took it out on like just like always like hooping together after you know games after practices getting extra shots things like that and then just being around each other, it was just like instant bond, instant connection. And we're like, we're kind of like from from the outside looking in, like exact opposites. Like, you know, I'm a tall like, white dude from Shoreline and you know, short, like fast, black, athletic dude, right? From from SAC. <laughs> you wouldn't think like from the outside that we would like get like get along very well. But yeah. you know, um, it's been hard, especially these last couple of years, because we haven't I haven't seen him. I was trying to see him last summer, but it just didn't work out. I, I saw him two summers ago. I went yeah. to see his fam, but 
Y'all be um, balling. Y'all are real. Y'all are true hoopers. Like I, I tell everybody, like y'all two are the definition of hoopers, bro. Like I, I respect that so much, man. It's so, it's so just like admirable, like bro. I admire that. Like y'all really just hoopers, bro. Like that's what y'all do. <laughs> y'all, yeah, are- man. People, people don't understand like the overseas grind and just like. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I played in the CFL, so it's like. Yeah. You feel me? So it's not as far as like Japan, like where you playing that and some of the places I has played, but this is just like still you're not at home playing. So it's kind of like it's like a, a kind of awkwardness at first, just like college kind of awkwardness. And then eventually it's like, man, this this place is dope. Like, you know, I like this place, you know. So because like speaking on that, it's just like I truly felt that you should have just had an NBA. Like I feel like you should have been drafted, bro. Like me, like I used to come to your games, see you play, bro. And it was just like, man. This is like Hawk, like he for sure getting drafted. So how 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 is he like your whole the how was the start of your pro process like after you left Wazoo? Like did you get a shot at all? Like how did that whole did you automatically go to overseas? So yeah, so after I was after my senior year, I went to uh I played in the Reese's college all-star game at the at the final four that was in Phoenix that year. And then I went to this tournament called the Portsmouth Invitational Tournament, which is like for like the best seniors. Um, they like have teams and all play against each other, and like every NBA team's there. And then after that, uh, I went down to LA. I was working out like with my agent and stuff like that. All the guys who were like trying to get drafted, mm-hmm. and I had a couple workouts with NBA teams. Um, I think who was it? I can't remember all of them, but the ones I remember were the Lakers, Clippers, and the Hawks were the three mm-hmm. I remember. But yeah, I had those three, and then the draft came. I didn't end up getting drafted. And then from there, it was just like uh, talking with my agent, like figuring out like the best fit, like whether I wanted to like grind in the G League and things like that, or if I wanted to go overseas route, and then like where I wanted to go overseas. So like it's you know it's a hard decision bro because um the g isn't for everyone honestly like for people like me like who you know i would i would like to think i'm kind of like a team player like i'm i'm yeah. with, you know things like that like we gonna run the plays things like yeah. that cool with that but the g is more like it's every man for himself like i so I I I like uh just a ton of athleticism and things like that. So, like, point talking with that and my agent, um, and just like the money, just the money in the in the G is just terrible, bro. So, yeah, like, I'm already knowing. I'm already, I heard. I heard the stories, man. So like, unless like you you get, can get that two way contract or um, you know get like a guaranteed deal in the league, then like it's tough, bro. So yeah, so I decided to go the overseas route, and then I had a workout with. Uh, in LA where a bunch of Jap- Japanese uh, teams came and watched me. And then um, this one team from Nagoya liked me and I talked to them. I talked to their GM and their uh, translator. And from there I was like, yo, like it seems like a good situation for me. And so I ended up signing to go there and spent three, I spent the last three years there. And then now I'm on my fourth year. I'm on a different team now, but Toyotsu Fighting Eagles? That's right. Yes, sir. Fighting Eagles. So how was it playing with them, man? Because I know that you bought out with them. 
something crazy. I was in your last year. I want to say with them, you averaged something like 20 points, 10 rebounds, three assists your last year with them. So how was it playing with them? And how was it playing now with the Shin Shui? Shin Shu, Shin Shu, brave boy. I, I I feel like I'll be knowing this sometimes because I watch a lot of Naruto, but I guess not, man. <laughs> nah, man. So, uh, I yeah, I love my time in Nagoya. I had a great time there. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of people there that I consider like my family overseas. Um, yeah. So I met a, like so many good people, and I love the city. And so I have so many great memories there, and it was it was hard to leave there, honestly. That but they're a second division team, yeah. and so they're like always at the top of the second division, right? Yeah. And um, then the team I'm on now, Shinshu, they're they're in the first division now. So I wanted to you know keep like leveling up and getting you know better and better competition things like that. So I made the move to go to to the first division. Um, this past year it was tough tough decision um the city the city's like a little smaller and stuff but um, it's still a, it's still a great place and a lot of good people and nice fans too so they show me a lot of love out here so i'm, I'm liking it so i know a lot of people that made a lot of money overseas and didn't ever want to go back to the NBA. like they didn't even care about going to the NBA because they wasn't just living their best lives best lives overseas man and it's super dope doing that yeah do you still have NBA aspirations? Like, do you still are the reason why you leveling up and going up higher in the uh, overseas is to one day get back into the NBA or get some time? I mean, yeah, if the opportunity ever arose, then then yeah. But like, kind of given the circumstances of like uh, you know Corona and things like that, I've for the past year, I mean, year or two, I've been wanting to play in the uh, the summer league, but that hasn't happened. Yeah. So. You know the kind of opportunities to 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 get back in are kind of limited right now. I would say yeah. unless I fully went back to like the G League, but yeah. even the G League had that condensed league in what was it in Orlando? I think in the yeah. bubble. The bubble. So, yeah. Like even that doesn't really like make sense for me like right at this moment. So just for now, I'm just been focused on this season and you know finishing strong and then kind of. At the end of the year, we just have the meeting with teams and uh, my agent and just kind of see, you know, from there what what opportunities will arise. You know what I'm saying? That's so dope, man. Hey, man, I'm proud of you, bro. I just want to say that, you know, before we get into, like, the ending question, man, I'm proud of you, bro. You you just – your work ethic, you know, your charisma, your personality, bro. Um, you're just an ideal person, bro. And I'm really happy that you're doing your thing in Japan, man. Like, you feel me? You the hawk, man. I know they loving you out there. I know they love because you got – you goofy, man. You be cracking jokes and, you know, so I know they love you out there, man. So just keep soaking that all in, man, for real, man. You live in the dream, bro. Don't let nobody tell you you're not. Trust me, you is, man. Sir, appreciate Kudos you. you, bro. So now, man, we got quick hitters, man. Big man you, mo you modeled your game after. Like, what big man or what player did you model your game after? Uh, K Love or Dirk? K Love or Dirk? Why did yeah. you model your your game based on those two players? Like, other than because they're they're both white too, and you're white. Other than that, just so don't say that, okay? But other than that, why did you model your game? Because uh, K Love, he's a great rebounder, uh, can play inside and out, um, mm. shoots really well, and then obviously, um, Dirk. I had his poster on my on my wall, like the fat head or whatever when I was a kid, just like him being able to stretch the floor and shoot. He really revolutionized kind of the game in, in terms of how big men can, you know, stretch the floor and hit yeah. three. So yeah, I, I really like those two players. 
Top five bigs all time. Oh, top five bigs. Uh, uh, no order, no order. No order, no order. Shaq, Kareem, Will. Nigga, uh, ain't never seen Kareem or Will play. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> We're going based off, based off, you know. No, like, but his story, yeah, I'm going to use Shaq, Kareem, Will, Raw Lakers. You know, I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm loving it so much right now. Tim Duncan. Wait, are we cooling fours too? Uh, bigs. Any bigs. Whatever I bigs. Big, big. Big. My position big. stuff is dead in basketball. And, uh, Bill Russell. That's fine. Bill Russell, that's cool. Yeah, the position stuff is, is, is dead in basketball now. It's either your guard, your wing, or your big. Like I just feel like that's how it is in basketball now because the day de- – I'm not saying the era of a true four and a true – um, you know, one and a true, you know, because the, the stable, true positions, the Duncans, the the Chris Pauls, in a sense, like the John Stockton's, like that's good. Like now, it's about running up and down, shooting threes, and getting to the basket. You know what? What you do well. So NFL teams, if you're watching this, hawk. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, LeBron, MJ, Kobe, rank them one to three. Ooh, that order. LeBron, MJ, Kobe. LeBron. So, what makes LeBron the best player ever to you? Just because, man, he can do everything, bro. I think I'm 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 on the LeBron train. I've been on LeBron team for a while. So, so how did you feel when Dirk beat LeBron? Did oh man, sips that, that was that was a tough one. That was a tough one for me, man. I'm not gonna lie. That that was the one where he, yeah, he for sure messed that one up, but. The other ones, I, I can live with all the other ones. The, the, all the times, other times he, he he lost in the finals, but yeah, now he played. Jordan literally never had to play super teams like him. Like he had to play like Kawhi, Tim Duncan, Tony yeah. Parker, Manu Ginobili, then Steph, KD, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Like get him out now. Now KD, just James Harden. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Hey man, I don't know if he can if he can figure out some way to to get this one, there, bro. There's no way that you can't say LeBron. Yeah. Oh, bro, come on. So, as a big man, I think you should be happy about the state of the game right now. We actually have two front runners for MVPs. That's big man's yep. Embiid and Joker. So, who's the MVP between those two? Just saying, is those two who's the MVP and why? I don't know. I'm going Embiid, bro. Embiid. Yeah. I mean, I, I did see. I did see what a Joker had like forty-seven to fifteen, like two nights and ago. Nine, nine. Yeah, and nine, man, bro. Oh, he's crazy against the Memphis Grizzlies. Against the Memphis Grizzlies and OT. Yeah, bro. But to me, Embiid is like got the just the most complete game. The thing that sets them apart for me right now, Jokic. Yeah, he's a better passer, but Embiid is just a much better defender. He can move his feet. He can guard guards if he wants to. He can he can move his feet enough to where he can guard. Guards on the on the perimeter, you put Jokic in a pick and roll. I'm sorry, but every every guard in the NBA is getting going by him. I'm sorry, cool. and then just Embiid is a rim protector too. So like, and he's strong and physical. So to me, that's the main difference between the two. I think yeah. you know they both can shoot. They're both good passers. I think Embiid's like one on one bag might be a little deeper. Um, I, I feel like Joker is just a bigger Luca. Yo, yeah, he's just so crafty, man. I was crazy when I said that. I was like, no, all Joker is is Luka Doncic, and Luka was fat. 
that's all Joker is. Like, I'm not that's saying that's the though, bro. That's how they be overseas, man. Exactly. They're so crafty, man. I love their game. I love their game, man. Last yep. question. Your all-time starting five. All-time start like like players I would want on my team. Like players like yeah, who you want on your team. So like say if you was about to go hoop against somebody at in um you know in Rainier Beach, who you bringing with you? Hold on, I can bring NBA players or like people whoever, I know. Whoever you know, whoever you know, NBA players, players in Japan, whoever, NBA players, whoever. Jeez. All right, man. I gotta go with the homies. I gotta yeah. go with the homies for now. You're going to Rainier Beach, I'm going well, to the gym. Gym. All right, so I'm I'm the four to five. Yeah. I got Ike at point guard. All right. Uh Let's see. I got my boy Josh Scott from Colorado. He hoops out here in Japan with me. He 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 gonna be the five. Okay. We got Q. Q. Hey, Q is a bucket. Q at the two. Hey, Q is smooth. Q is smooth. And then, and then, oh man. All right, man. I can't pick five, bro. This gonna be this gonna be tough. You got some, man. So you said I. I got Tays at the three. Devontae. Devontae. Okay. That's a smooth five right there, man. Why you yeah. chose those five players? Just because those are the homies. And <laughs> I always wanted, like, all of us to play together. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, it'd be, I'd be talking about this all the time, like, getting, like, some of the people who play or are still playing, like, to all play together on one team. Like, that'd be, that'd be so much fun. Like, one day. I know it probably won't happen ever, but, you know. Just to see like how it would be like now. No, one day you might get married and for your bachelor party. So instead of doing the traditional stuff, like man, we all about to hoop. We about to hoop. We running threes. We running threes all day. It's bad, (laughs) man. Josh, man, Hawk, appreciate you stopping by, bro. For real, man. I've been waiting for this interview, and man, you know, I'm not gonna say thank you, thank you for COVID, but man, thank you for this time because if it wasn't for COVID right now, you probably wouldn't be able to do this interview. I know y'all's in. The heat of the season, man. So I hope nobody's hurt on your team, man. I'm not praying for COVID or nothing like that. But I'm just yeah. saying, man, I appreciate you stopping by for real, bro. It's been an honor. For sure, bro. Appreciate you having me, man. All right, buddy. I'm holla. All right. Do you have it, folks? Episode 24 of the Leisure Time Podcast. Shout out my boy Hawk. Hawk, Hawk. <laughs> Shout out my boy Hawk, man. As always, go to theleisuretimepodcast.com for easy podcast access and exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. My dumb man. See ya. Peace.